When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Buenas noches a todos. Welcome a la the forum with me, your host, Phil Casey. Beside me is Gav. We've swapped around from the last show that we were just on in Football in the World. And below him, of course, is the legendary Shane Davin, who's sitting there in front of the uh, gallery, the National Gallery of Pictures. <laughs> um, it's great to have you on, Shane. Thanks, thanks for coming along. I hope, All right, Phil. I hope it's his house he's in. I hope it's his house because it's not. It's not. I've, I've no idea who them people are behind me. So. <laughs> well, that's the advantage. That's the advantage of whose job it is. There. Yeah, he's just sitting there in his mate's gaff, all the pictures. <laughs> Always have random pictures sticking up. Uh, tonight we're going to be talking about a few things. We're going to talk about when the day, LFC day trippers took over the UEFA Champions League draw. Um, we're going to have a look at the potential impact that the, the um, COVID has come back. It's a bit like Jaws 3 or one of the Nightmare on Elm Streets, or any of other those, Halloween, Halloween 57. So this is COVID-19, and it's back again. And just when you thought it was safe to go back into your pub, and they're all closed again. And then um, anything else that comes up, we've heard that Duncan Ferguson is getting the heave-ho at Everton. Uh, Agent Rafa is getting is getting rid of the Everton influence out of the club, which is a bad thing. We want to keep as much of an Everton influence in that club. We don't want it to come anywhere. Um, and anything else you can think of, if there's anything you want to talk about from the Aston Villa game at the weekend, there was mention of, has Stevie done his jacket up properly or something? Gav, I didn't understand the reference because I didn't see it much. <coughs> did, that's, uh, just Andy, that's just Andy um, getting annoyed because... Uh, I had the nerve to say anything negative around Steven Gerrard and right. you know the way Andy is like the most super fan there's ever been mm. negativity or any any, so, any form of um, it's not even negative it's just a, an observation um, is, is not tolerated around Andy Young. yeah we know this so, uh, I, I'd like to apologise to everyone for doing a Cody Justin's on the match and uh, not, not actually watching it but uh, uh, I didn't I, I, I'm, I'm actually still traumatised I hate Philip 
I won't lie about this. I have a passionate hate for Villa. I despise them. I was delighted when they got relegated. I never wanted to see them back in the Premier League. They really? bring nothing to it. Yeah. Ah, that, they, that's bullshit. Of course they do. No, they don't. They play in a shit stadium that's meant to be like a, a historical it's a, stadium. It's not. It's, 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 a, it's a fucking deadly stadium. I've been, I've been in it twice. Fucking hate them. I hope, I hope they get relegated and go out of business. I absolutely despise them. Remember, what was your man's name that used to... Oh, they won't after? go relegated and they won't go out of business because they, um, they have a good side. Um, they have a decent side, they have a decent manager, and they have an owner that has a shitload of money. So yeah, they, they said that they, they said that about Leeds and used it in an hour long podcast. No, 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 fish no, no. Leeds didn't stuff. have a shitload of money, yeah, yeah, and he didn't have a decent chairman either. So and back to my hate no Villa. Like the last time, I, I, one of well, the last. Hold on, elaborate on what has traumatized you for us. Yeah, what's up with Villa? Those pricks. Was it ninety two? Should have won the league. Big Ron should have won the league instead of let United win the league and we were per- yeah. fucking subjected us to the remainder of Alex Ferguson's reign. He would have got the heave how if he hadn't won the league that year. Fucking pricks. Um, then there was, of course, there's the Ronnie Rosenthal miss. That's Villa's fault. Was <laughs> yeah, that's the, well, yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> Villa's fault. Okay. Uh, Steve Staunton. What? Just, he went to the Villa. Fact which, the fact that we saw in the back. He, he went to Villa. He went to Villa because Sunes exactly. yeah. didn't want them. I know, and then we saw in the back. Yeah, Villa should have refused. They should and have then put him in goal. And, and put him in goal. Him, and then stuck him in goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what else? Did I not look about Villa? Everything. Just their pit. Okay. Their kits are poxy. It's a hard one of color. It's brutal. It's like West Ham. I can't stand West Ham either. Actually, any team that wears the Borley can't stand them. Any team that wears the horrible maroon and blue um, gick, flush them down to Jacks, send them okay. back to wherever they came from, which is the tour. This is actually a, this is actually a brilliant topic. It should be a part of the I didn't own. see this. I didn't see this. <laughs> yeah, it should off, be a part of the own. What Alan, else? Alan, uh, Alan uh, Rastellini says Villa hate didn't see it coming. We did, we, to be honest with you. We're just sitting yeah. here with us. Go smack this. You are, Alan. I didn't like your man, Nigel Spinks, that used to play in goal from either. You are his. Had his shorts too high, and I hated the gloves he wore. You wore Santa Claus gloves. Yeah, he won the only European Cup when he was eight then. Yeah, he was kicked up. He did one of those bouncy kicks as well. Didn't like him. He's in the that drop. video, Gav. He's in the video. Can't stand him. The, um, the, the drop kicks. The, yeah, the, the horrible droppy kicks. And uh, what else did I look for? Oh yeah, I also sat in Anfield and watched fucking Lazar Mark Heuningovic play up front alongside Balotelli and bleeding. Licky Rambert, right? <clears throat> and we got beaten that day by fucking Villa and Roy Keane and Paul Lambert. I think it was the only win they had in five years. And it was there while I was sitting there in Anfield watching them. I hate Villa. Ben. Okay. I, actually, I actually seen them draw one all there with us and Downey was in golf. Oh, sweet Jesus. Although I thought Downey was a decent goalkeeper, I'll just say. Um, there we go. So anyway, back to where, what were we going to talk about? Not Villa, anyway. <laughs> so no, I'm not, let's, wasn't, let's, let's go away from Aston Villa, please. Uh, I was delighted that Stephen Gerrard's gone there. Hopefully he never comes back to Liverpool again. See all that shite that went on last week as well? Like, oh, look at him coming back. Great. Fuck off. Doesn't play for us. Not part of our coaching staff. Not part of the management team. Bin. Dumpster fire. Hope it stays there. Another Steve Bruce. Now, um, do you, do you, the Champions League draw. Let's get on to the present. Right, oh The Champions God. League draw. This is great. I love this today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where to start with this, Gav. Um, where to start? Like, with, <clears throat> I'll tell you what it is. I know, you know the way you're blaming Villa and everything. Yeah, I blame the football and viewers of the world on what happened today. Because if you just left your way for two and let them do that three to four hour bullshit, they always get the draw right. But I, they're getting shorter and shorter these draws. There's less messing around before, it. and you see it today where they just. <laughs> I didn't see it live, right? Um, I was I was out 
and I was checking the WhatsApp and I seen all we got. No, sorry. I the first message I got was off Shawnee going, Are you watching this? This is a fucking joke. And I was like, <laughs> I, I thought he meant oh, we're getting PSG, you know, we're like being stunned yeah, or something yeah, yeah. like that. And he was like, No, seriously, you have to see this. He said, They're drawing balls out that they shouldn't. They're putting balls in the in this thing that they shouldn't. And then the and then they're just like uh you had to see it. Have you seen any of it? Yep. So I went. I went specifically to what because because I knew we were going to be talking about it because I got the text saying, "Have you seen the draw?" And I was like, "No." He said, "You have to see it." And it was like, oh, oh, "Okay." I'm it looking. was so fucking good. So for anyone that hasn't, um, I'm presuming the whole world has at this stage. So I think the first draw out is Madrid, <coughs> and they get. I think they get Spartan in the in in the draw. No, they got Benfica. Benfica, sorry, Benfica. Yeah. I knew it was Portuguese. And then what happens is they pull out. Um, Villarreal, right? And your man says, uh, Villarreal can be drawn against any of these teams that are left now, right? And you're kind of going, no, they can't, because they can't be pulled against, um, you, what do you call them? United. And next thing, Andre Ashavin, who's doing the, God love him, <laughs> pulls out the thing, Manchester United, and they're like, your man is like, no, no, they were in, the, now this is 10 seconds after saying, he could get anybody. He says, no, yeah. no, they were in that group. So Andre Ashton just puts the name to the side. Pick another one there, Andre. So he picks another one. And it's, oh, it's Manchester City. <laughs> right? So that's grand. So then you're thinking, okay, no problem. So then it comes out, Atletico Club de Madrid. Okay, you're thinking, okay, fine. They're definitely going to lamp United back in. Your man turns around and says, but he can't get you know they've already been drawn. Andre Shaffer standing there with the piece of paper beside him going, hold on, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> Turns out the rumour is that he put Liverpool in to that. When they couldn't mm. draw, it could have got even worse because if he pulled Liverpool out, it would have went, well, they're not in that draw either. You know what I mean? Because they were in their group. You know, the sort of way. Could have got even worse. Didn't. Um, Atleti pull um, Bayern Munich. And then they just move on. As if, like, everything's grand. The place went Everyone went mad. Um, United fans went mad. It was just absolutely unbelievable. And then it was like, it's a dull draw, null and void, blah, blah, blah. And we're sitting there getting Salzburg, you know. Um, Chelsea get Lille. Um, City, of course, have got uh, Villarreal. And it all comes to pass that at 2 o'clock they're going to redo the draw. Chelsea get Lille again, right? Um, Man United end up getting let go Madrid. Liverpool end up getting swapping Salzburg for... Um, Inter. For for Inter and PSG end up at Real Madrid, who who in turn had said before it, we don't mind you redrawing it, but just leave ours alone with you because like we were out forced, we're grand, we grand, we're grand. Mm. but they end up getting PSG. It was um, it was a farce, but I, I still go back to it. Leave them alone. Let them come on live at eleven and make the draw at fucking four o'clock that afternoon. They're just they're just getting their bearings. Do you know what I mean? And to get that bear, they do a grand job with the draw. Um, but ah, oh, fuck, it was an absolute joke. And I think something else happened later on. Was it the was it the UEFA conference where they pulled the team well, out to play I think, Celtic? I think, I think Shawnee put something in our group. Now I didn't see it at that conference rubbish, but I think Shawnee said they're after doing something similar with Celtic. They pulled someone out that Celtic couldn't get. So I, I, I don't know. Celtic ended up pulling that crowd, Bowdo glimp that hockey drama and won the matches. Shane, for this, does this not confirm, right, that all the lunatics that have conspiracy theories about how well UEFA rigged things and everything, it's actually, it's like, they're, they're it's fucking, you're giving them way too much credit. As much as I've talked, yeah. like, just, 
So the, the old hot balls, wasn't it? They used to say yeah. they'd, warm, they'd warm up some of them to leave it in. But yeah, listen, listen, I would be of the opinion, like the teams like that had the, the problem, obviously United and Atletico Madrid and stuff like that. They're blessed it was on telly because if it wasn't, or delay or something like that, the UEFA would have doubled down. They would have doubled down. But in fairness, I didn't see it live, just following it, watching it back and stuff like that. And listen, I grew up in the through the 90s and that United ruined my childhood I wouldn't give him the steam at me piss but that draw had to be redone even though I was standing there like even though I was sitting there reading and going listen they can't let this go they, they don't have to do it again they fucking can't and, and do, do you know what I thought the best bit was I'd let them go Madrid are the same all through the club you can imagine the fucking whoever was there belonging to them, the CEO and the officials surrounding your wife are going, This is because seemingly I think I think you know you try to keep that count a little bit and say we let someone else do the running on it. Yeah, because and, all the clubs uh, all the clubs put out tweets like Liverpool yeah. did Salzburg, mm. you know, and that and you had the crest up. You know, you just put out a tweet saying thoughts, yeah, question but, mark, and just let the fans that, go rash Exactly. But we had let the go pull on Bourne. They kind of went, Hold on a minute. We fucking wanted you know it should have been in that ball. We wanted to play, we'd rather fucking play them than play Bayern Munich, and we didn't get a chance to get pulled against yeah, them. And so, they end up getting you know, and they end up getting you know, yeah. So it was it was madness. Yeah. It was absolute nutter madness. But the thing is, right? They they make the mistake where they put United in, right? Now the rumor is that they put United in instead of um, Liverpool, mm. right? But if they'd have pulled out United, <coughs> went that's wrong. They should have, if they'd have taken that aside and picked another one, and immediately put United back in. Yeah, I don't think I don't think the draw gets really done if that's the only mistake. If they if, if they, they put the, the ball back in, Villarreal, if they have yeah, United in the pot, exactly. If, if they had United, I think the draw stays the same. If they had United as an error in there instead mm. of Liverpool, right, and pulled United out and went, oh, that's wrong, and pulled City for Villarreal. If they had said, right, look, we've made a mistake there, we move on, and we're putting United back in. But the first mm. words out of his mouth when Villarreal get pulled is, um. You know, it can't be United. And then the first words I was most sorry is Atletico Club to Madrid. Well, they can't have United because they've already been drawn. Yeah, like that, that, that was the it's word. That, that game was over. With, with them not going into the, uh, with them not going into the path for the to be able for, to be pulled for Atletico. And with Atletico getting born, they were obviously going to go straight in. Simeone style, grabbing their fucking crotch. Game. Listen, this a lot of show you. Get this draw done again. And I have to love. Madrid and Florentino Perez just saying now, lads, listen, you can start that again, but after our, after our, yeah, and they get but they get screwed with PSG. Is it yeah. is isn't this just a fucking symptom of the stupidity that exists in this type of crap these days, where they've torn draws into these full staged um, television extravaganzas, when in reality. It should just be a computer now at this stage. You feed in the rules, you put the names in, the computer does the draw in about 10 seconds and the fixtures are just sent around. Yeah, but the thing, but the problem there is, Phil, is that, you, you know, you, you could easily say that, oh, well, look, the computer has fed information, but how much information is it being fed? Oh, ye put them with them, you know, because the first thing that came out with what PSG United was, oh, Ronaldo versus Messi, the final showdown, all this sort it was all over the place, like within seconds, where oh, the way they do the draw is, is all right with me. I, I'm okay with it. Do you know what I mean? But, like, let's be honest, Phil, how simple can it get? They've a load of fucking balls with balls in it, right? And they're all marked. And they just go, right, you need to pick him, 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 and him. And they go, yeah, Grant, bang. And then, but they just picked up the wrong thing. But, and then they just compounded it by saying they've already been drawn out, which was mad. But, look, Liverpool got Salzburg, and you are happy. They have Inter now, and I'm still happy. I'd have taken PSG anyway. It doesn't bother me. 
Oh, I was I was interested in the camp anyone with PSG. Yeah, the, the the part that leaves resistance, I'm constantly saying it in, in our WhatsApp and stuff like that. Um, listen, I I think we'd have knocked them out if we'd have got them PSG. But why would you? Why would you like? Not that anyone wanted them. But why would you? If, if you can avoid them, avoid them with, with the quality that they have. And listen, let Madrid worry about them. Uh, now, but I think you're right, Phil. Like conspiracy theorists, like they're just this is full on stupidity. Mm. Like that, that draw wasn't rigged. It was just a lot of clowns fucking doing it. That was yeah. basically it. It wasn't. There was one fella doing it wrong. Yeah. Cause the one fella standing to the side, and what happens is it comes up on the screen, and it says to him, as soon as say Villarreal pulled out, it immediately comes up with all the green for who mm. they can get. Do yeah, you know yeah. What I mean, and I think they could get everything, everyone bar, um, United, because Madrid mm. had been already pulled. And I think that Madrid are the only other Spanish team left in it, right? So. That was good. They were grand. So it comes up and, it, and your man actually says, the computer tells him he can play everyone. And then the guy over here doesn't cop it and picks all the balls up and throws them in. But he should actually be picking up Liverpool's instead of United's. Uh, but then just leaves it. The, the, the best is when our shop and just puts the bit of paper down, pick another one, and then they just go, they're being drawn already. And you're like, you knew, like I watched it afterwards, but even watching it afterwards, when I seen that, I was like, where do you even... Why what, what is anyone even arguing that this should this should be redrawn? You know, mm. great crack though watching United fans having an absolute meltdown, and it wasn't because the team was rigged; it was because they got PSG. Because if they got, um, if they had it picked up in a Lille for argument's sake, um, or a, sorry, it was on the other side of the draw. If they'd have picked up a Salzburg, they would have went, "Oh, look, mistake happens. Mistakes happen," you know. But they didn't. They were going mad for ages, and then they calmed down a little bit. Gav, is that your showbiz top you have on? It looks very sparkly. No, when I'm cold, I stick this on. It's a grey golf top that's uh, fleeced right. inside. It's and when I'm sparkly. cold and I'm feeling well, I just have it there all the time. I don't even go golfing in it. The funny thing yeah. is, it's a golf top that I never wear playing golf. Um, it's not your, it's one, uh, Henry Sellers top, is it? No, it's just one around the house. <laughs> <laughs> um, the key I've had one. <laughs> Listen, whenever you see me on a show with this, I mean, you know, you know, I'm cold and I'm just cold today. I was out seeing Santi today. It was cold out. And I ground and warm. Ground and warm in the city centre tonight by 22 degrees. No, it wasn't where I was. It was very I cold. Here. Misty and all the storms. Now it's not now it's now in town. Now it's now in town. Now it's now in town. Or no. storms. Yeah. Or storms. Or storms. Anyone wasn't. what that is, um, that's the time it was snowing everywhere. In Ireland, and Phil was trying to tell people it wasn't snowing in Dublin City Centre. Well, it wasn't. <laughs> it clearly was. Wasn't sure. It took you about for a drive around in the car and everything. Um, what what do we think of the draw into Milan? Well, my 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 honest thoughts is that if you look at what we've done this year, we shouldn't fear them. Um, but they're probably trickier than some of the teams that that, that you could have got in this toy. I'm glad we didn't get Atletico Madrid. I know we couldn't, but given the way FIFA are doing the draw, your wife are doing the draw today, I'm glad, <laughs> glad we didn't get Atletico Madrid. Because I actually hope we avoid Atletico. I think it would be hard to beat Atletico four times in one competition. They're not, they're not the Atletico you, you remember, though. They're not the no, Atletico that, yeah. you know, uh, like Liverpool, Liverpool beat them 2 0 at Anfield. Wasn't it 2 0 at Anfield? Mm, yeah. And like, it could have been fucking five or six. Um, they just seem to have lost the edge. It let go for me. The, they still try to be defensive, but they've lost some sort of edge. I don't know whether it's it's the whole Simeone thing starting to wear off. And I mean, when you see a manager that's there for so long and it starts to kind of mm. grind on players, or maybe he's trying to change the way they play and it's just you're used to seeing it let go in a certain light. But Inter, you know, they come out of, they come out of the group second behind Real Madrid. Um, I think, uh, who else is in that? 
was uh, Shakhtar Sh- and that here as well. Yeah, yeah, Sheriff. Mm. Um, mm. So overall, Inter, they're, they're, again, they're up the top of the Serie A, but you look at AC Milan, who are top of Serie A, I think, from the weekend. You know this from football in the world. because Football in the world, I'm watching all the football I watch, but yeah. no, I wouldn't fear them. Like, like, in fairness, I'd have taken PSG, but if you're telling me one club, you can't, you, you, you know, to avoid or, you know, it probably is PSG, the rest of them. Nobody wants us, Phil. It's simple yeah. as that. And the biggest factor in all this is, and we're going to talk about it in a while, it's COVID, because trust me, anyone getting drawn to Liverpool hates it, and they're probably praying that this goes behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. Because Liverpool, with a full crowd, no matter who they are, especially with no away goals, included anymore. Um, Liverpool are, again, probably for me, in the top two, three, in this in this competition with Bayern and Man City, I think. So... It didn't bother me really who we got, but Inter's a decent draw for me. Shane, who yeah. do you, are you happy with it? Yeah, yeah. Now listen, it, it's it's tougher than Salzburg, but um, yeah, like I said earlier, I, I just I just didn't want PSG just with the talent they have. We listen, I agree. Over two legs, I'd fancy to knock them out um, with the way things are going there and how kind of disjointed and all they are. But they've got some serious talent, and uh, I didn't really want a part of them. They were definitely the the second team to avoid. Um Inter better than a tougher one than Salzburg, but I would fancy us over two legs to 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 get through. Like I think like what Gav was saying, nobody wants us. And I think with the Italian teams, I think it kind of showed Milan. Um even the home game where we made hard work of it, we could have been about three or four up after 15 minutes. I don't think them Italian teams are used to the intensity that the likes of the intensity that we bring. They're used to the slow build up and and that what they're used in their own league. So I think um with the intensity that we bring I'd be I'd be happy enough with that draw. I think yeah, listen, I think the draw on the whole is good. I think Madrid got well and truly stuffed, didn't they, after getting Benfica mm-hmm. in the first draw and then PSG in the second one. So that Spanish show, Shangrita or whatever it is they watch over there with all them spaces on it, it'll be good crack tonight. It's like, yeah, they're they're the they're the two teams tonight. Thanks there, P- Kenny PS- Cunningham. PSG <laughs> PSG and Real Madrid are the two teams tonight that are looking at it going, feeling mm-hmm. kind of hard done boy. Because like, if you look at the rest of the draw, like Bayern gets off. Inter fans aren't happy with like I've seen. No, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is like, mm-hmm. you know, you'd see Bayern as a clear favor. City are a clear favor for me against Sporting Lisbon. Benfica and Ajax, Ajax have been brilliant in the group, but mm-hmm. Benfica, you know, they come out of Barca's group, don't they? Um, I was fancy Ajax there. I would. Yeah, but then Chelsea against Leeds, you'd heavily fancy Chelsea. Atletico Madrid, Man United. It could go either way for me. Juventus, Villarreal, Juventus haven't been in the great form. Inter, Liverpool, if you fancy Liverpool, but then PSG, um, Real Madrid, like them two are looking at it going, for fuck's sake. Do you know what I mean? Because who wants to face PSG, Real Madrid and who uh, wants to face PSG? But Gav, I'd say PSG are looking the same way we're looking at Inter. Tricky toy, but we get over it. They aren't, they aren't the Real Madrid of old. They aren't the classic Real Madrid. It's not. It's <clears> not. They're not the the Real Madrid full of superstars that we have to face in in. in, the, in he the has. Place. He has. He has them playing well though, Phil. They're kind of better than some of our parts. Kind of. No, no. In, I, in, 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 kind I of have more. years. Shane, I'd be more worried playing Real Madrid because Ancelotti has a bit of a fucking hex over um, club. Like he managed to win, he managed to beat him with, with Everton. He's, he, you know, he's done it with Napoli, and I'd be a bit nervous going into that game if we had to play in Ancelotti side uh, as opposed to the PSG side. I, I wouldn't fear going in if if we were up against PSG. I wouldn't fear going in against PSG, um, that, and that's that's the genuine truth. That uh, I, I would fear 
and that's just because he seems to have a, an idea how, how to neutralise Klopp's system. Now, at the same time, Klopp has had a success over Ancelotti. I'm not saying that he hasn't beaten them, but it just mm. he seems to have done well against them more so than some of the other managers in terms of the oh, way he's he set has, up yeah. across different clubs. And he's definitely got a better standard of player than he had both at Napoli and at, at, at Everton. <laughs> um, but, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I look, you know, I, I look at it and I think to myself, Inter's tricky. They have, they've got good players that will, if if played right, could make it a, a, a tight tie. But it's going to be determined. Like if we're playing the fourth leg away from home, that's that's going to determine the whole thing. If mm. if we get the right result in the San Siro again, it's it's, it's away goals wrong. are gone, aren't they? Yeah, they are gone. Yeah, but well, um, I, I think we can go over there and score three or four because they'll have to, right the away goals might be gone, but as the home side, they're not going to want to have to come to Anfield to win the match. Mm. You, do you know what I'm getting at? They, so they want to win because they're at home. They want to. They're not going to sit there. They're, they're missing Borella in the fourth leg as well. Who was probably well, yeah. see, that, that. That's the thing when you're One at home. Nine players. Yeah, that's the thing when you're home forced. You know, if you if you feel you're up against a superior team, you go. You know, you need to take an ill all at home because if we can score one away, they have to score mm. two, and we can defensively. I think I think it'll make the both toys all the toys more open. Teams can just yeah. go for it. And yeah, it's not. It's it, like if we can see it. Okay, it's only one. It's not worth double if it's if it's a draw. So like I think they'll have, well apart from I don't think Atletico Madrid will play too open. I've seen a few couple of United fans saying PSG was probably a better toy for them with the way you know they're kind of set up struggling with teams that kind of sit in and at least PSG will have a goal and they have gaps and stuff like that. But like I said, let let fucking you know it worry about. I be I would be agree with Phil. Having to play them twice more and it would fucking break my heart this year. Mm. It's go. just because they're horrible to watch. Yeah, just horrible to watch. Horrible there's no way to play against them. Yeah, there's no entertainment in them. You know, no, just... um, it's 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 you know what Simeone's going to do no matter what. He's just going to make it a horrible fucking bar fest, right? And you, mm. if you don't score against them and you struggle to score, it just drags on and on and on. And they just get and they, they're brilliant at what they do, but it's just it's it's not like it's not enjoyable. It's, it doesn't draw you into it. It's it's it's, fa- it's starting to fade now, Phil. Though I think Gav is right and I. Mm. I don't think he'll be there too much longer, just purely for the style of football. It's, it's the kind of old Mourinho way. It's grand when you're winning. Well, I don't once, see United beating them. Once you, I think once it's, a much better, it's a much better draw for United than PSG was. Because, I don't know. Uh, listen, come here. The thing about United is, like, and you've seen them when they play us, and you've seen them when they play Man City. If the other team gets control of the ball and have quality up front, they're in serious full control. Serious mm. trouble, and I don't care that your man's come in and he's meant to be this. They've won one nil at home to Palace, and they've won one nil away to Norwich. Right? Um, they're trying to be a little bit defensive, solid defensively. The ma- the goalkeeper was man of the match the weekend away at Norwich. That was the first time I, I've, I mean? I've, I've seen bits. I've seen bits and bobs them, so I won't say that I haven't seen them. But that that was the first ninety minutes I was seeing United because I was out and it was on the telly since we fucking Jimmy Savile mm. at Old Trafford and. I was shocked how bad they were. It was, it was absolutely appalling. <clears throat> but the thing but, is, if they play PSG and PSG get a strangle on that game, they're literally going right. We're putting Neymar, we're putting um, Mbappe, Mbappe, we're putting Messi, we're doing whatever from midfield, Verratti, whoever it might be, right? And we're going to uh, Di Maria. And they've loads and loads of quality, especially if they get hold of United. Now, I get all this United on the break stuff, but United on the break... Is an argument if they're good defensively. They're not good defensively. They give you so many fucking chances. It's untrue. It's it's ridiculous how many chances you might give away. Even now, we're Ranyak in, in charge. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Atletico will suit them. A cagey game suits them where the pressure isn't on them massively defensively, if, if you if you know what I'm saying. like mm-hmm. It's not going to be a backs-to-the-wall job where they have to be so, so tight. I think because it'd be a bit more of a cagey game, I think their defence will get away with it a little the, bit the more. Only thing is, I, actually, I actually think United could do them. I, I see I, where I struggle when it, when it falls apart for me is as soon as United have to come at them to score, they're open, and that's where Atletico are dangerous, right? Well, we can cover it. We had Thiago and Fabinho playing exceptionally well. We've got Van Dijk fully fit. We've got Mata. We had Kanata. We have all the lads fully fit that they're going into play against them, right? And then we've got Allison. As soon as Atletico are able to stretch that pitch with Griezmann, with Suarez, even still. With Jermaine, what's the other fellow's name that they have up front? The Joe Felix. Yeah, not Joe Felix. The other fella. Um, Correa, yeah, Correa, and even Carrasco coming in off the side. Mm. They have the players to absolutely marmalade them on the counter attack. And yeah, but that's the thing. But that's the thing. You're going to end up with two sides that are just going to not go attacking each other. They're both going to look to play on the break. Because so, so, then, can, then you may as well. Oh, I would say that would suit Sydney only down to the fucking ground. Gavin. Yeah, but yeah. soon United as well because the pressure won't be on the defence as much. Yeah, but Sydney only will take Sydney only will take both, penalties right now. Both, yeah, but both teams will want the other to come at them. It's as simple as that, right? They will, right? Because they feel they can get one on the break. But it actually, works better for United if Atletico don't come at them. Do you get me? Well, they Whereas, would be under, pre- they would be under pressure at home to go out. And attack, like, the United be... fans won't. The, the United fans won't put up with them sitting in at home. Okay. So, and I think that's they will. If they, if they will. If they will. If depending on the fourth leg, if they, if Gav, they go to Madrid, if they go to Madrid and win two one, they will put up with. They will. Gav, up just, listen, they put up let, an awful lot. Look what these. Let, let me just in, ages. In, interject there and move the conversation along because I think this is the, the most important part of all these games. The best thing that could happen to United at this moment in time is a massive Omicron wave that cancels fans in stadiums because there have been absolute fucking dirt since their fans turned up back in a stadium. And I've, I said this from the off, they've got a poisonous, horrible fan base that makes the players don't even want to play around. And the best that they've played over the last two years is when there was when Old Trafford was empty, right? Um, and the best thing they can hope for is to have an empty stadium with, with nobody there and they play Atletico and there's no atmosphere because then the players are freer. You can see the United players are freer uh, without fans that are there whereas the opposite is for us Like the, the last thing I want this to happen the last thing you want to see is Anfield being empty in, in that second leg against Inter Milan we want that place as noisy as possible you want your your classic Anfield night you want that that you know it's the last 16 I always find that when we get into February when these matches these matches happen that this is the moment, this is the spark, this is the light switch, that if we are in the hunt for a title or a cup or whatever it is, it's this game. It's from this game on at the Champions League. The, the last 16 of it is when you suddenly start seeing the fans ramp up in terms, you know, welcome the bosses. Yeah, I, I agree, Phil. I think if you get through this, if you, if you can get through the last 16, just kind of opens up for you. You can see, <laughs> you can kind of see the final. Yeah. You can see a path. Last 16, fair enough, there's still, do you know what I mean, there's still 15 other teams, but... um 
I do think when I do think if you can get through this round uh, it opens up and things start to get fairly exciting now I would agree there but and this is where I'm scared of God. so you look at tonight so there, there, there is like obviously this, this new variant we've I'll got back our, once, yeah yeah we've, we've got our players heading off to the the AFCON um, mm. which makes no sense to me Boy, any international like the, at this moment in time a club should just say there's, there's no you know there's no international um, football being accommodated by the club if you're in Europe whatever whatever rules are in place for the EU that allows people to travel around you can already see I think um, Denmark and the UK and Belgium have been banned from flying into a couple of countries already. So yeah, if you're if you're a resident or you're in those countries, you're 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 already being refused from other countries because you've got the highest incidence of this this new variant around. Um, you've got Germany already behind back behind uh, closed doors to prevent the spread of this this variant that's going on. It feels yeah. like we've gone back in time, um, and I'm terrified because this this team this team has suddenly our team has found its way. It's gotten it feeds you can. Clearly, see Klopp and these players feed off having the crowd back. Right, the difference in stat and performances and everything that's gone on, and it would be terrible if 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 this is something that's outside the control that lands again. Could you imagine, Jane? Can you imagine, right? If our two league titles are are two which end up with no fans in the stadiums. Well, listen, my my fear. Um, on on the on the footballing side of it, all right. Not not talking health wise and all, because that's obviously much more important. My fear on the football side of it would be Klopp going in three seasons time, including this one, and only having one league and one European Cup. That is that is my fear. Now, having said that, we agree with you, Phil. If we win another league and it's behind closed doors, it'd be I'll be devastating because that's the wrong word, but it's mm. it's fucking not ideal, is it at all? It's a load of bollocks. As it's it a load of bollocks. Exactly. It is. Right. But like I said, my fear would be that in a couple of years' time when he does go, we've only won the one league, despite being one of the greatest sides um, this, we've ever seen in the club's history. So that would be that would be my fear. But yeah, listen, I, I, I agree with you. I don't... I, I think in England, they'll probably do everything they can to keep crowds in the stadium. Uh that's probably the way I'd look at it. You've got fucking I know this this new variant and stuff like that. I don't know what the Boris got to level four yesterday, Phil, was it? And four yeah, is a full lockdown, Boris, is it? Boris Boris went to, to full distraction mode because he's been exactly. caught by the bollocks exactly. having parties in the middle of, of, of his own full lockdowns, right? Exactly. So exactly. He's, he's he's hit the panic button. But if you park mm. Boris in the UK and you look around Europe, so you've got Germany now back behind closed doors, you've got Norway going into some Are Germany at full close full closure or is it still a fifty percent? Well, wasn't the Champions League games played behind closed doors last week? Like full closed. I thought I thought it was something like fifty percent of the ground or up to fifteen thousand. I thought I read something. Yeah, no, it, it, that might have changed. As in Phil is okay. right. I don't think there was any fans for the Barcelona game, but the was, but the Dortmund game. Yeah. Um, with the Dortmund game was sorry. Where was that game? That game, no, that game was in Dortmund, wasn't it? I think. Yeah. They played. They played some of the week before because Raf Honigstein was saying they were allowed to have sixteen or seventeen thousand there, and only twelve turned up because it was pissing rain, it was freezing, yeah. and they just didn't want to bother that bollock. So yeah, I think it was capped at like sixteen, seventeen thousand. Kev was right. Also, public health is done state by state in Germany, so I think uh, Bavaria probably just had nobody. It's it's no one mm. in the stadium. Dortmund has fifty percent or whatever it is, and it depends on the mm. caseloads that's in it but like they've got a very um 
<laughs> they've got a very efficient uh, manner and, well, yeah, and yeah. effective way of dealing with their health system, uh, unlike the majority of us. But again, I, I, look, I, I think that this, I don't think any of us thought we'd be back here. Maybe some of us did, but we didn't think it was going to realistically happen. Um, and we are. We can fight, you can say what you want. You know, there's, most European countries are now terrified at the prospect. Um, their only hope, and it seems that there's a bit of a Star Wars about this because it's Christmas time, but their only hope is that this version of it is a milder version and doesn't result in the hospitalizations and the deaths because there is some level of protection from the vaccine, yada, 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 which you'll hear in, in the news and, and, and everything that's going on. But that is the only hope. If there isn't, then we're back to square one. We're literally back to square one. If this thing turns out to be as virulent and as severe as the rest and it can avoid the, the vaccines that are there, we're back to square one. And then uh, the worst part is that if we're back to square one, we're back behind closed doors with football. And it's not a product I think anybody wants to see. But as I was saying to Shane before we came on, this isn't just in Europe. This isn't the, the States has already been hit. There was 37, 38 cases announced by the NFL today, which is the most it's had in, in, in uh, after a match in, I think, about a year at this stage. You look at United, calling off team practices. It looks like they're going to get the game game done out. You look at... Um, Tottenham had to avoid it. Then it turns out the Villa. Did you see the Villa had a lot of cases mm. after their match at the weekend as well. It could affect us. Yeah. Mm. Well, look at and look at. I know it's a slow tangent or whatever. But did you read about what Kimmich said in the paper this last week? He's not vaccinated and he yeah. can't play now in January because his fucking lungs are fucked or whatever's like that. And now he says he regrets not getting vaccinated. So yeah, they, like uh, uh, there's a lot of skepticism from from players about getting about getting vaccinated. But there's one coming out saying, "Listen, he he really regrets not getting vaccinated now because it's got to cost him two three months. How 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 is he going to be um, after that? Who knows?" It's um the whole square one thing is frightening, isn't it? You know, yeah, but yeah. again, again the. The health of people is, is what's important. I think in Ireland, I know we look at the ICU numbers. Um, I think they said somewhere around 150 is probably the magic number in Ireland before we start looking at um, lockdowns yeah. again or wherever it might be. And we all hope we don't have to do that. The talk on this Omicron is that it's it's um, it is more transmissible, but it is a milder version. And, and it, you don't know what way they're going to go with it. You really don't. You know, like, do we just you know, what, how many percentage of the population is vac- vaccinated. This is a milder dose. People will get it, but people will have a milder dose. And is that the way around it? Where that kills it off? I don't know. But with regards to football, um, like, without taking the whole health thing out of it and looking at it from a footballing sense, it's a nightmare. Because do you go at empty stadiums and people just aren't bothered with fucking football in empty stadiums? Mm-hmm. Like, genuinely, they're not. Do you know what I mean? Like, Liverpool, Liverpool get out of out of a season where they've won the title, more or less. Do you know what I mean? Before all this kicks in, they come back, winning two games, they're champions. You know, so there's only, actually, is it two games behind closed doors Liverpool have before they win the league? I think it is. I think it might be Everton away and Palace at home before they're crowned champions. And then you have a full season up. Do you know what I mean? Before it starts coming back at the end of last season, where I think it's the last day of the season, they might have X amount in the ground. And when you look at it, People don't want to watch football in empty stadiums. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But people want football. So if you tell them you're stopping football until we clear this and then we go back at it again, people don't want it. It's it's so fucking hard. And and then you're looking at 
TV money, sponsors money, you know, clubs getting another whack again. You know, clubs clubs have literally lost 150 million quid a piece in the Premier League over this. And, you know, boo-hoo for them because they're, you know, billionaire operations. But that's that's where they are. That's who pay them. You know, we pay money to watch these clubs playing. It's as simple as that. And if it comes down to it, they won't have a choice. They won't have a choice because if it's that highly transmissible, you cannot take the risk that it's, all right, it's a milder dose, but who is it a milder dose for? Well, you know, Gav, just a, a, guy, a guy walking into a ground or yeah. a guy being near someone that's in the ground and they get the milder dose but still can massively affect them. But just, the just on the... force and it's a horrible thing. On the milder dose, right? Just because it's a milder dose, um, and by the way, there's, there's, there's actually no scientific evidence yet to back up that it's a milder dose, right? So that everyone just needs to start that they're hoping it is because... Yeah, they're hoping it is, yeah. Yeah, that, that's what the hope is. But to give some context, there's, what, there's five million in Denmark at the moment? Denmark have been have had two weeks of this thing circulating, and they reckon mm-hmm. at the current infection rate that if 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 nothing stops, everyone in Denmark will have been infected by the twentieth of December. Everyone in the whole country. Like that's 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 not what we dealt with before, right? So that means that if you take that and then expand it out fifty times, which is which is when you're looking at the population of England. Um, or 10 times, which is uh, 12, times. 12 and a half times the population of England. Because the caseloads are much higher, like when Denmark go into this, I think they've got something like 700 cases or 500 or 600 cases a day when this thing starts, right? We're starting at, a, Ireland, for example, we'll be starting at a baseline of about 4,000 cases a day, so we'd probably all be infected before this podcast finishes. And England are on 50,000 cases a day. 50,000, right? So, yeah, but... But but the but the big thing is out of fifty thousand, and this is why they're going to look at it. And people will say to you, oh, "How can mm-hmm. you say this? It's people's health." But this is the truth of it. And oh, listen, I'm I'm more than ready for no stadium, no people in stadiums, or no football. I'm just that's just the way it's gone. That's the way life is, right? And you have to take health. But the way it is, the way they're going to look at it, Phil, is whether it's a thousand a day or fifty thousand a day. It's how many people are being hospitalised by this. That's what it's going to be. And that's what it always will come down to. It all depends on your health service. And that's why... In Gav, Ireland, they're at 50,000 um, at the moment. They're at 50,000 yeah. at the moment starting this. So think about this. If this if yeah. this, if this infects people quicker than the previous one, you're probably looking at, at 150 to 200,000 cases a day, right? So even... Yeah. And, and this is the whole issue. Even if you have a smaller percentage of this that ends up in hospital and ICU, you still end up with more numbers in hospital and ICU purely because you've got more people infected at the same time. And that's yeah. just... It's, and it's again, just, it comes back It comes back to the variant and how harsh it is or how, how easy it is on people. But mm-hmm. when, it come, when you bring it all back around to football, right, if it's, that, if, it's, if it's that contagious, there's not a hope to keep stadiums open. I'm sorry, there's just not a yeah, hope to keep it open. that's... And that's the scary. That's the scary part. Of yeah, but what's but what's like what what is what is the end game? And in as regarding, like I said, now I'm taking like obviously people's health is the 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 number one priority. But I'm just talking about business and football and mm-hmm. like what what is the end game here, Phil? Like what is it, is it like? Say you're right, and these it keeps all these cases at Dublin. Kev, Kev is saying UK Delta was Dublin every seven days. With Omicron is still. Like what is it? No football, no fans in stadiums for two years, two and a half years. No, like I, I, what? What? What are we t- like? Is it are you letting herd immunity? Is a herd immunity? This going to? It's not something I really know about. But it's a buzzword. Is that what you're hoping for? What? What? Like what is it? I'm look. 
for me, I think it's it's been the same logic that sat behind every pandemic that we've ever had any records written for, right? The Spanish flu one lasted, I think, over five years from 2018 to 2020, to, to, from 1918 to 1923, right? That's when it eventually petered out of the, out of the, the, the um, ether. So if you're looking at that, you're talking about somewhere between 2023 and 2024 being the likely pure return where it just peters itself out and finds it either, just becomes another version of what your common flu, cold or whatever it is um, and that's what it is it's like, that's, that's basically what happens mm. Kev so we're basically living with these things on and off then for till till that time comes then yeah, yeah until we decide that until we decide that like and I know this sounds flippant but until we decide that the flu is just back you know basically that's what it is you know the sort of way um, for me anyway because I, I look at it in certain ways and you know i i know people that have got it and they're like no symptoms no simply no no symptoms whatsoever their child has got it their child has had a sore throat they've got tested yeah you're positive you're positive 10 days isolation and haven't had a single symptom so it, it all it all depends on way you look at it kev reckons the answer is very simple uh everything stops for a month full stop then it burns out naturally now that's without taking the son the economy into account i agree with kev but it's never going to happen it's simply never going to happen. Money makes it go around, about, Yeah, but are they talking about, I'm talking football wise now, a couple of the lads in our WhatsApp guy were saying a, a two-week break has been mentioned going to this circuit breaker kind of thing. I don't know whether that will do anything. That, that's, not, that's not going to do it. That's only going to, that's only going to protect the players, mm. which means that the players will go back into a bubble like they did um, early last year, right? Which is fine. And you keep mm. them in a bubble and they play, but you're not going into a football ground to watch them. That, well, what you the two week break you take for the Premier League in order to say right every player on you know on the Premier League list gets tested every star member's tested you're back into bubbles you can't go out you can't do this you can't do that and um, we're going to make sure that none of you get infected by this and we're going to uh, you know play football it's very hard anyway because if it's that, if it's if it's manifesting itself at that rate your family and your friends are going to be fucking near you you know what I mean. You, you, your kids are probably still in school. Your wife's probably going out to work or wherever. Do you know? What I'm so so the, the whole two week break, I think, is just to clear up what's happened already. I.e., um, Spurs, um, Leicester. I think uh, United again. There's talks again today around their game against Brentford being um, a day. So the whole thing is circuit break, or I get you, but that's only to ensure that every Premier League player and staff member, it's match available. day staff member, is available to do their job on match days. It won't it won't have any effect on the decision with regards to me, you, or Phil, or anybody else going into a ground to watch them. Because if it's if it's multiplying the way it's multiplying, mild or not, they're never going to stand over a decision to let people into football grounds. There's no way. It's not, not In my opinion, there's no way. Marcus has... Too much scaremongering. The vaccine doesn't prevent infection or transmission. So, what exactly is the point? That fact alone shows you what kind of country we live in. Well, um, Marcus, that's the most biggest load of bollocks that's ever been put on this podcast. Because <laughs> because if the vaccine was the, was invented to prevent people from ending up in hospital and end up in ICU, and that's been proven to work. And these last couple of ways have been seen in Ireland, particularly in Ireland, because if we'd had the case numbers where we had, we would have had thousands in hospital and thousands in ICU and we don't have the beds. So to say that just shows how what the lack of intelligence and the lack of any learning you've done upon that. And it pisses me off. This shit pisses me off because it's it's bullshit that's been put out like that. That's that's meaning that people are still resisting. They won't get a vaccine. They're still talking about it. And the sooner people wake up to this. When you were a kid and you got the measles vaccine, 
didn't you didn't nobody was fucking going because nobody wants to get measles, nobody wants to get chinkin pox, nobody says what it is, right? That that vaccine works and it works incredibly effectively and it has continued to work incredibly effectively. And to be fair, it's likely going to stop people ending up in hospital on this this wave. So um go and ask me bollocks. Frankly. Phil when Phil, when we seen that Super Jack, I'm going to put on smoke, but I wanted to light up a cigarette because I knew you were just, I knew you were gone. I knew you were gone big time. Yeah, but thanks for the money, Marcus. Yeah, I just want to say thanks for the money. That's, that's, the, only that's thing, the only thing I would say um, <clears throat> with regards to Marcus's um, comment there, right? The vaccine doesn't prevent infection. Um, he's right. Doesn't it prevent infection. In this um, version? Uh, no, well, what he's saying is right. It does not prevent infection. It also it does. does not prevent. It doesn't fail because it, it, does. do, it doesn't prevent. It. No, it doesn't fail because there's people out there with the vaccine for COVID-19 that have got it again. Simple as that. Gav, Gav. Simple as that. I know somebody personally that has had it twice, once before a vaccine and once after. It does. All, it also does not stop transmission, right? 100% does not with stop Delta. transmission. But it did, it did is, prevent Alpha and, and the original <clears> ones. <throat> hold on, we call the original names, the Italian version, the English what version, the Chinese what version. What he has said. What he has said is factually true. Right? It's not factually but true. But what I would say is that the scare it's actually, it's actually that, not oh, factually on, true. On, you've had your say. The scare, it is right, factually true. It's not factually, true, true, it's not vac- factually true. What he has said is the vaccine doesn't prevent infection. Or it does. Infection. Correct. It does. No, he's 100% correct. I personally know somebody that had it, got vaccinated, and got it again. Okay. Yeah, but but okay. Gav, I agree with you there. Right? No, no, no. Factually, it's correct. Yeah, what yeah, I'm gonna yeah. say though is, well, for someone else, well, yeah, but for somebody else, they might have got it, got the vaccination, and if they hadn't got the vaccination, they'd have got it again. So, do, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, so, well, it, but what I'm saying is, what he, it's, no, what, it's right like, for some, it, like, uh, and it's wrong for others. And what in, he in said many cases. is factually true. Right? Huh. But too much scaremongering, in my opinion, I think is wrong. Right, you have to take it on face value of what it is. That's my opinion. Right, I'm vaccinated. I'll probably get a, a day for a booster shot. I don't know if I go and get a booster shot. I genuinely don't know. <laughs> I, you know, I've seen the leader of, of this country say, talk directly to kids um, in a state address and basically say, you know, you might need to get um, vaccinated. I won't be getting my daughter vaccinated at the age of that. Simply not happen. But the scaremongering. <clears throat> it's the wrong word to use. Take the information from the health experts. So can I just can, can I just this this, this fact? It's not. It actually prevented transmission and infection for all the versions up until you get to Delta, right? Because and the and the scientific statistics are there to prove that it worked. Then Delta developed the spike in the. And I can't remember which protein has it is. The vaccine stopped the transmission of this. Yes, yes, it has. It can't have. It has. It can't have stopped transmission. It can't. Gav, who are you talking to here? Do you want me to send you all the, all the, the, the reports and stuff that and, Phil, and the scientific that were done? There's the no way that this vaccine has stopped transmission has. of this problem. It has. The problem so are you, telling me, are you telling me only people, only people unvaccinated are getting this? No, no. No. So, the, so I have the vaccine. Yep. I can still get it. Have you, have you got, have you got, uh, do you have COVID? When did you get have COVID? No, I've never had COVID. All right, Grant. Go on. Never had it. But I know someone personally that had it, got vaccinated, okay. and has had it again since. So yeah, the vaccination I know, I know did people. not stop. Did not stop. The but Gav, can, can I go back to... Or the transmission. So he's, what he's you know, saying is right. 
What are you saying it is right? But listen, listen you can talk for, about for that one right. person, Gav. For that one person, though. Sorry, for that, it, for that one person. Are you telling me there's? Are you telling me there's only? I oh, you know one one person. You telling me there's no one no, else no, out there no, no, has no, got no, it and yeah. got it again, which yeah. proves that the vaccine did not stop. Did yeah, not but, stop what he just it, said. But, but, it obviously has worked for millions of people. It has stopped them getting. I'm not saying it hasn't. This is. I'm not saying it hasn't. What it's done is. What it's done is. What it's done is. It's it stopped people. It's given vaccine people much better chance of if they get it, having milder symptoms and not ending up in hospital. And that's what it comes down to. Hospitalizations is what it comes down to. Because if you go back a year and a half, it was all about just fucking six thousand cases in Ireland, just fucking twenty thousand a day in England. Right, and at the end of the day, we were all on that train, and now when you look at it, it's down to hospitalisation. Can I just can I just point, been. Gav? Can I just point out, right? So what you've had is you've had a virus that's mutated, right? So when the when the mm. vaccine was created, mm. it stopped mm. the original version and the next mm. three versions, right? If mm. you keep mixing, if you, so, this is this is and this is one of the, the whole issues with the vaccine and what happened, and because there wasn't a sufficient spread of vaccines around the world for everyone to be vaccinated at the same level across the world, right? It allowed the virus to mutate and find a way to escape escape the transmission wing of the spike protein, which allowed another variant, which is the Delta variant, which is the one that we've all just come through, which is the one that people are being reinfected with, right? But you know what this Omicron version is? It's a super no. version. Okay, so no. it's, a super, it's a super version of the previous ones that were escaping the transmission. So that's why it's made that's why it's become even more contagious and more efficient at transmitting yeah. amongst people, right? Mm-hmm. But you know what? When you go back to when the vaccines were originally created, because they haven't created a version to deal with the variants yet, a new version of the vaccine, right? They haven't created a new version of the vaccine. If they did, it will be effective at preventing the transmission and the reinfection. But you know why they haven't created a new version of the vaccine? Because if I'm a chemical, if I'm a pharmaceutical company, why would I create a vaccine which is working for the government? I'm not talking about the people. I'm talking about the governments because the governments in this issue is public health. Public health is hospitalizations and ICU and debt debt and and debt numbers, right? So essentially, once that's under control, they're not concerned about people being infected. They're concerned about the impact of people being infected. So from that point, that point, this vaccine does prevent transmission, does prevent infection, but doesn't prevent it in all cases. And that's the difference. There's not a hope in hell in my mind that that vaccine has stopped transmission or infection. There's just no, no way. Because what you're telling me then is that all these people out there that are getting that thousands of cases per day, forget what's happening now in Omicron. What you're getting now is they all must be unvaccinated. Because if, if I'm vaccinated and I get it, right, that vaccine has not stopped me getting it and it will not stop me transmitting it because I'll probably give it to my family. Have you got it? Right? But listen, have, you got, have, you, have, you, have you had COVID? No. No, I haven't okay, had COVID. Job done. I've never had COVID. There I've never go. had COVID. But I can't tell you, I can't tell you that if I stayed unvaccinated, I would have got it. You know what I mean? But well, <laughs> you know what I'm saying to you? Like if you get it well, you and then you get vaccinated on. and you get it again, it does not stop it. You, what he said is factually cor- correct. It's not. Right? It's, but, not it's not. But the scaremongering well, thing, the scaremongering thing, the scaremongering thing is the one where I kind of get annoyed. I go, do you know I what? Do. It's just. Listen to what's being told and go. Everyone, that's, everyone that's, that's listening, everyone, everyone that's listening that isn't vaccinated, um, get vaccinated. Uh, everyone that's watching that isn't vaccinated, get vaccinated. And if you don't want to get vaccinated, um, fuck off, basically. Right? That's and all I'm going to say. If you are vaccinated, according right. to Phil, well you won't ever get it and you won't spread it. Yep. Exactly. No, I didn't mm-hmm. say that. I said it, it, it does prevent transmission. It does pre- prevent infection. Anyhow, um, moving on. Last, last topic on the forum tonight. Right. 
Neymar and his recent we, we've we've talked about Nike and having LeBron James do bits for Nike and all this type of stuff, right? Um, but Neymar has just started a new campaign which um tickled my fancy for super dry jocks, right? Now, when I started saying this originally, I started super, as soon as I thought super dry, I just talk about um, what's your man's name that used to be the assistant manager of Brendan Rogers at Ward and Oh, Pasco. Yeah, I'm calling Pasco. Oh, right? yeah. Was he the fellow always wore shorts? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah was, right? um, anyway, right, so the, the has anyone seen the Neymar ad? Gav, did you look at the Neymar ad? I haven't. I, I try to watch as little of Neymar as I can. I find it very strange. Please look it up. It's the strangest. So do you remember Lungbear did the ad? Was it Was it for Calvin Kleinjocks? Yeah, mm, think so, yeah. Right. And I remember thinking to myself, Jesus, Calvin Kleinjocks are pretty... They're pretty cool. Look at Lungberg there. He's, he's a fit-looking lad. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't mind looking like that myself there. I'll forget the jocks I might look like. The Neymar one, he just looks weird. He looks like a cartoon character stuck into a pair of jocks and he's bouncing around and he's the most awkward that you'll ever see with a young one ever on the television. It's absolutely bizarre. Please, Gav, look up. the, the it's it's Everything is just so awkward about it. And you know, like obviously Neymar's history um, is a bit strange. No, no. <laughs> I didn't say anything. No, I just don't. said. I, I didn't say. I said, uh, <laughs> it's a bit strange. <laughs> don't. Uh, I didn't say anything. Uh, didn't say I'm anything. looking at a picture of him here now in a super, super dry jocks with a, with a, a girl. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how weird it's meant to look for me to say that's really weird, to be honest with you. You have to watch so, the ad. You have to watch the ad. It's it's a spectacularly weird ad. It's um, it's a, and of course we can't do it. All right, Marcus. Um, I also have mates that have been vaccinated and still got COVID. Fair play. Maybe you should go and get vaccinated yourself. Um, vaccinate your head while you're at it. Right. Um, I bet you did your research on Facebook. It's a great place. Ah, to way, you're on. only snapping now because you're wrong. I'm not snapping, and I'm not wrong. Yeah, you're snapping. You're wrong. You're wrong. I'm not wrong. It doesn't stop. I can't. I can't. Move on. Move on. <laughs> I can't, on, I can't, I can't deal with fucking anti-vaxxing arseholes. I just can't deal with them. They're he's not. An, he's never said he was anti-vaccination. No, the way he's going on, he is. He'd be a cunt now. No, no, standing no, front no. Of post. He just said no mask. No then, mask there, and he'd be there with his with his things going. Uh, you're yeah, making assumptions over now because okay, he's, he's arguing with you. Yeah, yeah. And he votes. You don't for know. Him. He's, you don't know um, he's anti-vax. Well, he was wrong. Okay. I'm going to send you. I'm, 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 not I'm, wrong, I'm actually, but anyway. I am. Anyway, okay. back to Neymar's jocks. It's ruining fucking Neymar's jocks now. It's like he's got a bleeding skid mark on his jocks now at this stage. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but can I ask, why don't we have any players, Liverpool players? Who, who was the last Liverpool player to do a jocks ad? Oh, um, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. The last one I remember doing, or the one, the first one that comes into my head, not the one, I don't David James, was it? James on, but didn't yeah. Keegan do an awful lot? Keegan, ah, yeah, he did was, do. Yeah. Didn't Keegan do an awful lot of stuff? Like um, he was doing a lot of ads for stuff back in the day. Uh, Soul Glow was it? We what it was. I must look up, um, on the couch. I'll look it up while we're talking here. Um, but Kevin Keegan was the first one that jumped out to me. Now I'm sure there's others. Like if you go through that Spice Boys era, I'm sure Rednaps. Rednap does loads of stuff. Doesn't Rednap um, do stuff where he's running down the beach for? Holiday I thought that, brochures. Is that not Bort, like that. Borton's menswear? 
Yeah, he, 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 the guy was right. He did a holiday one because they used to give him a bit of stick and whatever that show he was on there a while ago about a man card and gave him a bit of stick. But David James definitely sharp. Wasn't that all what the white suits was about? He was doing a bit of modeling for Armani and organized the fucking white suits and the cook for him. You're right. So, so You're he right. definitely, so he was definitely he in his jock somewhere, was he? He was in his jocks, but I don't here, think he was a jocks model. <clears throat> I'm looking here at Kev Keegan. Kev Keegan has done a brute ad. Oh, yeah. He's done a Pirelli ad. Um, which <clears> looks <throat> like a pair of fucking your granddad's slippers, <laughs> but Pirelli made them. Um, then he has a kickoff with a Grundig, and I think it's a... That's a telly. Wireless, that no, wireless radio. Oh, radio. Wireless radio. Um, I'm trying to see if there's anything else. Um, Red Steve Red Steve has a great show. and uh, It is fair. I, I've completely forgotten about these. We have been subjected to all those Nivea ads. Do you remember, wasn't it? Mm. Who was, remember they rubbing the cream on their faces and everything? James Milner is doing the face wash. And um, the, uh, who was it? Who else was in those ads? It was Milner. There was Lalana. He's right. Lalana yeah. was giving a bit of the cream on, on the head and on the forehead. And um, Henderson, no. Henderson. Skirt was in one of the ones as well. I remember Skirt's face being like, can I read can I, can I can I read out the Grundy card for you? Yeah, go uh, on. Because it's quality, right? It's Kev Keegan, right? Um, with his jersey on, holding up this little wireless radio. As you, you know, the ones you can imagine, like the little speaker on the front, and the mm. you know you move the dial back and forward to get your station. And it the old says, transistor. Yeah, he says, if you haven't got a radio of your own yet, take a look at the Grundy Micro Boy Four Hundred. It's great value because at around eight pound fifty. <laughs> pocket-sized radio in a smart metallic finish with a socket for earpiece or headset. You're onto a you're on, you're onto a winner with Grundig. <laughs> what a fucking ad! Um, and then he follows it up. Then he follows it up. Right? There's a follow-up one that says, "Play a Grundig, home or away." That's the the, the 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 title of it. Right? If you want to hear the best sounds around, wherever you listen, listen to a Grundig hit boy. It comes with its own carrying handle. <laughs> oh, no, this is the bigger version. This is the big brother version, right? Oh, it's a proper radio, this one. Um, it comes with its own <laughs> carrying handle in either a smart-looking black or champagne finish, works off either mains or battery, and has three choices of wavelength, VHF, medium, and long wave. And at around £28.50, the hip boy is a really great deal. Is that the ghetto blaster, is it? Yeah, you're onto a winner, yeah, with Grundig. It's like something you'd see, you know, someone who has an allotment and they have but a radio. Was- those 70s ads were uh, those 70s ads are great because like it wasn't just Art, like the Art 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 Fowl, I guess. There's yeah. another one, they go up another one but this one has a tape deck, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm down a rabbit hole here, right? He uh, says, This one, it's top of the league. The Grundig RR220 is one of the finest radio recorders around. It costs about why did he keep saying about 66 pounds? Just tell us the price, Kev. <laughs> it costs about 66 pounds, and for that, you get a superb four band radio with a cassette recorder that includes Grundig Intermix and Record Mute facilities. Ooh. The powerful two and a half watt output gives you the RR20. It's great sound, and if that's not enough, it looks good as well. You're onto a winner with Grundig. This is fucking amazing stuff. Um, he does an ad for Crossing the Street. Um, where he wears his mad t-shirt. There's loads of stuff with Kev Keegan, and although Madman Kev Keegan. Is this, there you is go. This, he's, 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 probably the, he's probably the original. Was he Kev Keegan, the original hard he did, perm, fucking? Like, he did. Didn't he do a lot of? Um, didn't he do a lot of ads? I mean, like he. I, I remember like even being a kid 
Kevin Keegan was was like on ads even at that stage, and he was on like I remember seeing Superstars or what was it? Remember mm. the, the program where he yeah. remember he was trying to do this, the hurdles and he falls over them and mm. goes on his face and he falls off the bike as well. Um, he does yeah. he does Pirelli he does Pirelli slippers. Um, team up with <clears throat> Pirelli, your favorite slippers now with your favorite footballer. Team up with Kev Keegan. <laughs> Your favorite footballer is now on your favorite slippers. They're in the shops now in a choice of colors with these great with these great giveaways. Choose your style, choose your color, choose Pirelli and score every time. You can have the cop on it, you can have a stadium on it, or you can have Wembley on it. A pair of slippers. And come here, do they have the like is the undersole like a tire? Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. it's brown. <laughs> it's brown like a little heel on the vanilla. Like, I'm just going through um I'm just going through stuff here uh, of Kev Keegan. Just images of Kevin Keegan doing um, ads. So there you go. Um, if you're bored, go and look up Kevin Keegan ads. They're whopper. Did he do Brill Cream at one stage? Or am I just imagining that? Um, I don't know. Brill Cream. Jeez, I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember that. I don't, I don't no. remember that. The I, don't, I don't remember Brill Cream. He's, he's definitely shown with Brew there. Yeah. Definitely shown with Brew. Um, but... Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not sure. Like, I'm. I'm trying to think about like Redknapp did Giz- a load of stuff. Gizmo's right there. Can you imagine the shirt he did when he was in jail? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, if, yeah. if if we if we were able to speak German, could you imagine if you could search g- g- German Google for Kevin Keegan mit ads? <laughs> like he must. He must. Lazo said he was on everything. Literally yeah. everything. Like I know you had because um, he was you know, player here, wasn't he? Yeah, look, yeah, he was he was world player of the year, but I know you had you had uh, he wins it with Hamburg, doesn't he? The year after, yeah, years, yeah. Hamburg. But he would have been one of the first to leave England and go and play like abroad, like a bit like a massive name to do. What you know, like your John Charles going to Juventus and stuff like that in the fifties and or sixties and whatnot. But like Keegan was like European Cup winner at Liverpool, one of the biggest names in the planet, and a little bit unheard of now to go from to leave England and go to go it was to Germany. Yeah, that's what I mean. I know, I know Sionis and stuff, and, and obviously you had that exodus going to Italy for following the money. But strange, kind of, at that time. What was it, 70, 78 he left? 77. Yeah, 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 77. So strange, like, but yeah, look, because he was so big, he was huge. And listen, I, and I would imagine he, that move to Hamburg, was there was a lot of readies involved. So I'd say he was kind of motivated by the pound now. Oh, it's, yeah. it's easy. Do, you remember, do you remember Joe Hart on all the head and shoulders hats? Yes. Yeah. Yes. All them. Um, yeah. They were great. Do you remember? Do you remember when the uh, Pizza Hut made Southgate do the one over the with the penalty? Oh, the bag in his head. Do you remember that one? Yeah. Isn't that the one? That? Yeah. And he done it. He done it with. He done it with Pierce and Model. Yeah. 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 And they missed as well. Yeah. They, they missed, missed as well. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of any other mad ads. Here's someone saying Bonkers LFC Green Cross Cold Kevin Keegan. If the, if he done that, that's amazing. He yeah, did, he, did. Did. he did. He did. He done. Yeah. Um, Don't cross near park cars was the motto. That's um, and it, and it's a white t-shirt with a with a green X on it. There you go. Be smart. Be safe. <laughs> the Get t-shirt. Deep. Yeah, the whole lot. He's yeah. in some nick there, there isn't he? Oh, was a unit. Yeah, absolutely unit he was. Um, but yeah, like I'm tr- I'm trying to think of any other other players that done mad stuff like the the Southgate one after the, the penalty was fucking mad. Yeah, um, Ginola. That's a great one from Veranda Cheese, Ginola, because of yeah. Morty. Yeah, he, yeah, and he was Morty. He was a fucking See, glorious stop, fucking man. Stop, look, listen, wouldn't work these days with all those electric cars. 
You wouldn't no, be able to hear, can't hear them. Just Should the they have to have, don't they have to have um, Pretend some sort of noise put into them now? Yes, yeah, so you yeah. can hear them coming. Yeah. Um, Ian Rush did a milk advert. That's right. There we um, are. That's right. Um, <laughs> Who are they? Think. Georgie Best. Georgie Best on notes. Look, yeah. I got Georgie Best up there. Yeah, well, so, so, someone, someone, someone had in that there. They reckon he might have been one of the first, and then an all kind of roll from him. Yeah, Georgie Best was doing fucking ads for bleeding sausages and everything. But what we don't know like, is that we, the only thing is that we don't know um, foreign players. You know, like say like mm. Pele. Because if you look at even what even what Pele do these days, like nowadays, he 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 turn up for the opening of an envelope. If you just if, sure, he Georgie Best had his own crisps. Yeah, Pele was advertising for Pele crisps, and you could win. What? There was a colouring competition as well. <laughs> so Pele, yeah, Pele was. Pele, I'm nearly sure Pele was advertising for Viagra in Brazil. He was. He was the spokesperson yeah. for Viagra in Brazil. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, I'm trying um, to see where George. Um, let me see. George Best have his own... Uh, George uh, Best definitely done something with sausages. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking telling you, I'll find it now. George Best sausage ads. <laughs> George <laughs> Best sausage. There you go. <laughs> There's a video on YouTube, Vin Cooktown sausage, and George Best is in a bath with some board. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god! <laughs> it's there, it says here. I'm going to click on it. Um, it's three minutes forty-one. George Best Vintage Cooktown Cookstown sausage TV ad, right? Yeah. And he's sitting there with the sausage on the end of a fork, and he's eating it, and he's all that. up up the nardy stable. <laughs> um, you know, oh no, this is an ad for Life Boy. Um, you know, it makes sense, Life Boy, and then. Georgie Best was in a bat there a minute ago. 100% I seen him. Of course he um, was. <laughs> he wasn't on his own either. <laughs> no, it's definitely him in a bat. Look at, look at, look at Gary Lineker with them crisps. That, the, that Walker's ads kept him relevant all through the late 90s and whenever and the 2000s when he was doing it. Before so they were him jacked in match of the day. Who who would you want now in a, in a jocks ad off Liverpool? It's a very weird question. Um, what way? Like, what he look good doing the jocks ad? Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, like who can pull her off? Like, who's cool enough? Yes, I think. I think. I think that's. I think that's true. Ah, I think that's going to be very relevant. <laughs> Espria had a range of condoms. Hold on, yeah. hold on, hold on uh, a yeah. second. I think he did. I think he might have. Um, Joel Matip. As the jocks, no. Model, the, the answer, the answer, who pulled that off is um, Firmino. Would you? Yeah. yeah. I'd love it. Uh, hold on. Vestino Aspria pledges to deliver condoms from his range by drone to help <laughs> the global shortage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's fucking I told true. You. My God. He's- Gav, me and your next uh, Football in the World podcast is just a Tino Espria special. He Tino Espria re- had his own range of condoms. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So they were called Tino. Like they weren't. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. And you want to see the picture of him on the front of it. Oh my God. Check it out. Check. Just type in I, I, Tino I, condoms. And there was a, I, I seen somebody talking. I, I can't remember what Newcastle player it was from when he was there. And. He, yeah, they just said, listen, he was insane. He showed me a video before 
to write it down. It was before the phone, so you might have showed it to him on a camcorder or something like that. And you can imagine there's a lady in it doing certain things, and your mom was like, Jesus, like, what are you doing showing me that? And he was saying to my girlfriend, She's great, isn't she? She's great. <laughs> <laughs> He's an absolute headcase. Um, Alison gets a shout, BBD gets a shout. I think for me, I'll just. Doesn't give a shit. He I don't know. He I don't know up. if you can put VVD in a jocks ad because his, his the initials in the surname is too close to VD. Hmm. It'd be the wrong thing now to be having. Okay. Out there. Yeah. Okay. That's that's um straight <laughs> from the um the PR department. Fair play. <laughs> um. So. Uh, uh, ah. Yeah, I'd love. I'd love to get Milner in it. Just get him out there because he's a. He seems to have a very dry sense of humor and a good cracking. I reckon he'd be, he'd be good crack. You'd want him though to model like Dunn's jocks though, instead of like yes. going out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before we get out of here, Shinji Kagawa did an ad with a dolphin and a dog. Fuck <laughs> off! Fuck it's going on here. <laughs> um, hold on, now. Nah. Uh, if that's Kagawa. real. <laughs> what will I put in? Kagawa uh, dolphin ad. Kagawa dolphin and dog. <clears throat> Uh, images. Yeah, he did. <laughs> brand, brand yeah, the there it is. That can't be true. Manchester, <laughs> hold on. Manchester United Shinji Kagawa <laughs> stars in a bizarre bank advert with a talking dog and a beluga whale. <laughs> 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 Can I read you the bit? It says, picture the scene, you're in a trendy advertising agency's office in downtown Tokyo. It's basically Mad Men, but with karaoke. <clears throat> You've been approached by a bank to come up with a new ad to entice young customers to bank their yen with them. After sitting around for a while, coming up with boring, sensible ideas, someone, probably not the Japanese Don Draper, writes on the whiteboard, get Manchester United Shinji Kagawa, play football with a talking dog and a beluga whale thrown in for good measure. You know, just with a laugh, because it's now nearly five o'clock and the karaoke bars are calling. Yeah, it's a bank ad with a talking dog and a beluga whale. That's, that sounds great like, stuff. That sounds like something that Andy would have come up with and say, hey, they just get yeah, him in really and we put a, a whale and a dog into it and it'd be grand. It'd be grand. I'll be annoyed. I think it makes sense. Yeah. That's so um, good. I'm, I'm glad we got into the ad chat tonight. That was good. I yeah. enjoyed that. Yeah. So we did Champions League, uh, COVID fights and ads, football ads, uh, Gaza crying and a crisps ads. I remember that. And um, <clears throat> I still think Milner in. Dunn stores slash I don't know what's the equivalent to Primark is it Primark Primark Primark's pennies isn't it as yeah. same as pennies what's their brand again that they have it is, uh, I think it's just Primark is it no I think they have a name on their jocks or something. we'll get James Miller into, just get James Miller to do a range with them the James Miller Cal- range Cal- Calvin Classics that's it we want James Miller in a range of clothes with Primark or pennies right Dave Lennon's bang on, not boxers, Y fronts, right? So they have to get, have to be Y fronts, which was James, not Milner or anything on the on the top of them. And he does have a standard pair of jeans, nice white t shirt. There's nothing really flashy in the range. It's just a very standard range, um, and it's uh, it's bog standard. We could come up with it. I think it's a great idea. Somebody get onto Milner's agent. I think we need a percentage on this guy. This would be more than having to take abuse over. Um, Vaccines. Well, Bonkers bon- bon- puts this up and, and um, this is for another day, but Kevin Keegan was on TV Superstars and he falls off his bike when he was racing. Um, yeah, I, I kind of remember seeing that. Uh, remember the, me- me- remember the, 
Remember the Irish one, Pat's Balan fucking in at Nallville? Yeah, 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 yeah. On RTA. It was he like won it as well. Yeah. Emma Cavanaugh wants to see Milner in some cross hatch boxers. Well, no, he's, go. he's, sorry, Emma, he's already signed up to pre mark and he's going yeah, to do a special, cool. a special Christmas range. Right, we are here because I've sort of 14 shows before I go to bed. Yeah, yeah, that's, right. That's good in the time. Phil is, Phil is starting it all now. An hour and 10 max, isn't that on a Monday now? It is, yeah. it is, yeah. Got, 14, but 14. I've got 15 minutes now until I have to feed this baby, so that's why we're on, we're on the clock here. Right, that's been the forum. Um, for everyone out there, I love you all. Uh, even the lads who want, nah, not the lads who want to get vaccinated. I'd like the, I'd like the lads who, who get vaccinated. They're great lads. Um, and it will stop infection. And uh, anyway, that's been beside me. Of course, my ma- partner in crime tonight has been Gav across two shows. Mm, We've done Football yeah. in the World and The Trium. And then, of course, below us then, of course, is Stavo. He's going to be able to leave whoever's gaffy broken in there to uh, mm. to do this podcast. And fair play to him. Give me a free Wi-Fi. Head off. Yeah. <laughs> leave, just leave a little Wi-Fi. package for him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like that <laughs> like Gary Kelly in the airport anyway um, that's it that, that's it that. right, right uh, coming up during the week what do we have Gav we've got more shows during the week what day is today Monday um, yeah. nothing seconds. tomorrow we're off tomorrow um, right. Wednesday we have the midweek fix Thursday we have post match Friday we have sports unplugged and then the weekend it's the weekend <laughs> loads of stuff the weekend, yeah, yeah. that's what's up on Friday, anyway. Yeah, I'm going out on Thursday to have a uh, to watch the match with uh Steve O'Dave Thomas, so I'll, I'll report back that's in next week to tell you how that went. Um, so that's the crack, that's been the fire, the train. Um, good night, good bless. See you all next week. Sports Social Podcast Network.